Hey, this is Daniel. Thanks for listening to DIY Money. If you haven't already, be sure to give us a five-star review on iTunes so your friends know that they can learn from the show. Now, enjoy the show. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. You're listening to another edition of DIY Money. DIY Money. Oh, what's shaking, Logan? I'm rolling through summer. All kinds of fun stuff. What yeah. about you? What are you up to? Man, Running? I am in beast mode. Beast mode. Why? Are you, how are you so, doing? So, for those of you, and many of you have commented, and I love when I hear from people that are in this, you know, other type of fitness running journey, whatever it is, you go through ebbs and flows. Okay. I, I mean, it's just inevitable. Uh, you go through setbacks. You go, it could be injury. It could be a vacation that starts like the week you go away and then kind of lasts like for months when you come back. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's like, that's just the way it is. But I have struggled, admittedly, most of this year. It started with an injury, which became this mental block. Then I did some traveling. Then I added some LBs. I lost a belt loop. That's like when the world screams at you and says, you're losing control. Was that the kickstart that you needed? Probably. Yeah. Well, the real kickstart was some health. I continue to battle. I mean, whatever. This isn't, I feel like now I'm on the couch and you should sit here. <laughs> this is a safe place. It's a place where we can feel free sharing our feelings. I continue to battle genetically high, I'm going to preference that, genetically abnormally high cholesterol. Mm. And I have an aversion, which is I need to get over this, to medit- to drugs. Like, mm. I'm just not. Now, I'm a Z-Pack and amoxicillin guy with a if sniffle. You're sick, yeah, like, it's like, give I'm, me everything. It's coming on. <laughs> I need drugs. But for some reason, the the idea of and and look, it's why they're widely statins are widely used. I know ample people that are on them, et cetera, et cetera. I tr- I recently tried something. My doctor had me trying one of these type of of drugs and I 2 days later went out for a 6-mile run. 3 miles in, I was like well, you I were dragging stopped. around the office, too. You were it, tired. It, it rocked me. Yeah. It rocked me. And so at this moment in time, as we sit here on uh, 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 July 20th, I am in this mindset of I just have to be in the best possible shape I can. I have to run long distances, and then I'm going to learn more about how to hack my lipoprotein. Well, <laughs> and you're, there you're eating fantastic. I'm eating, right? yeah. So, so, yeah. So I'm, in, I'm feeling great. Good. So I'm in, yeah. Check with me in a week because I'm about to go on a travel binge for swim for the kids, and those are very difficult. Mm -hmm. I'll be doing a lot of Chipotle, a lot of Starbucks oatmeal. (laughs) Yes. So that's me. What about you? Well, um, getting back into volleyball season, so I'm uh, it starts tonight. Really? Indoor at the old Marikas? uh, Yeah, they do. Well, summertime, summertime at night, they'll do outdoor sand volleyball, but... It's a blast. It'll be a yeah, lot of fun. And you're good. Like, it's fun to watch you. I watched you. You were good. And you were a good teammate. Like, because you had some people on your team that were terrible. <laughs> and I would get annoyed with that. I'm not a good teammate when it comes to that. I'm like, pick up your game. Come on. Think of my office as a nest in a tree of trust and understanding. Well, but you were really encouraging. and The team is elevated. We're really? pretty darn good. And we're in like a new. Class, I, yeah. So. Did you? Let's be honest. Did you get recruited to a new team? That's why the team's elevated. So, like, some of the people were didn't get stayed around, back. and then some people didn't get an invite They're back. Like, hey. I've been gone for a while because we moved to Frankfurt and different things, but now I'm back, and we should be pretty darn good. Really? Yeah. 
Like baseball nine good? I, I mean, maybe not your class of baseball. Because I am good. crushing some but baseball nine. We'll, right we'll now. compete. We'll compete for the title this season. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Hey, have you watched quarterbacks on Netflix yet? I haven't seen it. I lost Netflix. Oh. So what do you mean you I, lost? Oh, because so the password thing? password thing. Got, okay, yeah. you, there's got certain things, off. Logan. You can't. You got to start buying. You can't let I your know. parents buy. Well, okay, so. It was my wife had Netflix for her parents, and I was like, oh, that's fine. We don't have to buy it. And then it got yeah. cut off, and I was like, we don't even watch Netflix. Like, yeah. it's, it's not a big deal. And, well, We have some other you, ones. but This, even if you're not a sports or quarterback fan or football fan, this is so good because it shows you an in-depth look at what it takes to be great. Mm. Just I mean I mean these guys you know they work out they have great fitness level spend a lot of time in the gym and with their coaches but what you don't see are the behind the scene things like the nutrition of meal prep mm. the study I didn't realize the intense mental fortitude it takes every week to prepare a different game plan and I don't mean like we're running button hooks to the right today right. instead no, of to the left. You're knowing every intricacy of the play. I, I I have a new respect. I have a new respect for you know DIY's great friend Will Levis, who's at the Titans this year. I just it's awesome. I I loved the show, so I highly recommend that okay. show to anybody out there looking for a show to watch. All right, housekeeping. Today's show sponsored by Jewel Financial. Very excited about that and, and seems to be a great sponsorship fit. We love this sponsor. They seem they, to do a they, good job. They let us do, you know, they kind of <laughs> don't, uh, you know, they don't pigeonhole us into what we say. No, all seriousness. For those of you out there, we have, look, we're growing our listener audience every day. If you're new to the show, welcome. There are many of you that have unique situations. Maybe you have these unique options that you've been granted through your business. You're not quite sure the tax strategies. You're not quite sure... You know, we have a question even coming up today about, uh, you know, the the allocation strategy in a single specific stock. Maybe you're uh, is individual who has worked at four high paying jobs and you have these outside retirement accounts and you're now tasked with managing them and you don't feel comfortable just buying index funds. You know, I mean, these are the kind of things that we're talking about. We're not talking about the person who says, "Hey, I, I want to start an investment account." Uh, where do I go? And right. we would we'll point you in the right direction, right. but but that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about a true wealth development journey. If that sounds like you, hit us up at jewelfinancial.com. That's J-O-U-L-E financial.com. Learn more about our wealth development program. Uh, go through the video and the questionnaire, see if that's something that's right for you. Uh, second housekeeping, we still need questions. We're cutting three a week now, which is great. We're seeing our numbers continuously increase, meaning listeners are digesting that. It seems to be going well, but we do need questions. So jump on your phone, uh, click in audio record button, and send us your question. Try to keep it a minute or less to podcast at DIYmoney.org. That's podcast at DIYmoney.org, and we still give $25 Amazon gift card. Easiest way to get a $25 Amazon gift card. If we use that question on the show, we'll send you a $25 Amazon gift card uh, as our appreciation for using that on the show. Any other housekeeping? The only other thing I'd say is give us those reviews. Send in the Apple Podcast reviews. Give us five stars. It really helps our ratings. And then tell a friend about us because uh, we want to share. That's great. All right, we got a question today from Jack. What do you got? DIY! Hey DIY guys, this is Jack from Ann Arbor, Michigan. 
I'm an engineer, and my last two employers have included stock options as a part of their compensation plans. Last time, it was ISOs, and when I got another job offer, my wife and I decided to purchase the vested options. This snuck up on us a bit since I wasn't expecting to receive another job offer or to leave the company. Luckily, though, we had the cash on hand to make the purchase within the 90-day window, and hopefully one day we see a return. I'm now with a new company and coming up on my cliff of NSOs, and I'm wondering if there's any guidance you all give or strategy for planning around equity as a part of compensation. Thanks a bunch. Keep up the great show. Okay, Jack. Uh, softball question. Not, I mean, not an easy, but a softball in that we kind of teed this one up uh, in the in the um, intro there. It's exactly what we're talking about when it comes to the wealth development program. So, I mean, you know, again, we're going to answer your question here, hopefully provide some value. But I will say these are pretty specific to your overall situation. If Daniel was here on the show, he would be saying, and I'm sure Logan will uh, iterate the same thing, that it does depend on your overall plan. I'm going to look at it from a high level and talk a little bit about the specific options. And then I'm going to give you my view on the stock-specific risk uh, when it comes to an overall allocation strategy. So first of all, ISO, incentive stock option, often given to you, just as it sounds, as an incentive. You have a vesting period. That simply means you have to be there for a certain period of time before it becomes available to you. But they are given to you. They are yours. You didn't earn them. You bought you. You, you didn't earn, you earned them. You didn't buy them, unlike the NSO, which we'll get to a second. Now, when you vest or when it's vest, you have the ability to turn that option into the actual purchase of stock. It gives you the option to purchase the stock at a specific price, and then you basically inherit the difference. So, for example, let's say that you get um, incentivized stock options to buy a stock at $10 a share, and the stock over a six or nine month period goes to 25. Well, you then, it's vested, it becomes available to you. You then have the ability to buy that stock at 10, and, and basically it lands in your account at 25. Usually what happens is, correct me if I'm wrong on this, Logan, but usually what happens is they kind of just take it out of the purchase price. So you don't necessarily have to actually commit money to the to the purchase of the option. Do you do you know that for a fact? I think a lot of the time with ISOs you buy you have to have the cash. You to actually buy are buying I think that's the what cash. Jack was saying. They luckily they had the cash on hand, then they to were buy, able yeah, to yeah. buy okay. those. Yeah. So but the reality is you inherit the basis on the the stock when it was given to you or or you have the ability to purchase it, right? So if it's at 10 that's your basis. If it's at 35 or 45 or 50 and you decide to then sell that stock, you are, you are unlocking a significant capital gain. So it, it's not a, a matter of saying, okay, I have these ISOs and I want to, you know, they're vested and we're going to take advantage of them. There's also a tax strategy that comes into play that has to be considered. Now, a non-qualified stock option or an NSO is the ability for the uh, individual to uh, buy them at a preset price, often at a discount to the stock that's being traded. And it's an incentivized program. Often every couple of times a year, the company says, look, you have the ability to buy this at a 15% discount. Um, to where the stock is trading, 
And, oh, by the way, more often than not, you can sell it immediately. You, you can turn around and sell it. Now, I've had many people that have that situation and they go, Quint, why wouldn't I do this and just immediately sell it and get a 15% gain? Well, you're, you're paying taxes on it. And I got to be honest, me personally, as a as business owner, you know, I that's a program to get you invested in the stock at an immediate gain. It's not a program for you to just immediately take a good bite of the apple and put the money in your pocket. So I guess it, what I'm saying is, is that in good conscience, I, I like the idea if you're going to invest in the stock, it's like going out and buying a stock. You're not doing it to flip it in a week or two weeks. You're doing it to invest in the intrinsic value of a business and to grow that, hopefully grow that value over time and become a, become a greater owner of the company that you work in. So that's what the program's for. Now, getting back to your original question, I think it, it, it's dependent on two things, meaning you talked about the size or how, you know, the strategy in relation to your overall portfolio. The first thing it's dependent upon is the health of the company, like the health of the business. Right. I mean, is the business have debt to equity of four to one and you're levered up and you're thinking, man, this is in a higher interest rate environment. This is not good. Uh, for our company, we're, we're kind of struggling. I'm not really sure what the future looks like. Or do you look at this company every day and you come into work and you're like, my gosh, we are firing on all cylinders. We got new business opportunities. We have no debt, a ton of cash in the bank. Our future's so bright, we got to wear shades. This business is amazing. I want to continue to invest in this and it's going to create you know unbelievable wealth for you or the family. Now, I will say... When you get to a point of an individual specific stock being any more than 15 to 20 percent of your overall net worth, that's when it's starting to get a little crazy. And you might want to have to take a, a kind of a step back and go, we might need to diversify a little bit. But when you're in that 10 to 20 percent window, assuming the company is healthy and assuming that you're, you know, got a vested interest, you're still there, you're excited about the company. As long as you have somebody that's knowledgeable about the intrinsic value, you're working with someone who can analyze the company, because sometimes you also drink the Kool-Aid and think it's, you know, greatest thing since sliced bread, and it's in the trajectory of going to zero. Hey, Kool-Aid! Oh, yeah! Kool-Aid's here. Uh, as long as you have an advisor that's helping you along the way, I'm okay with it being, you know, upwards of almost a 20% position inside your overall portfolio for the time being uh, with a longer-term plan. What say you, Logan? Yeah, there's a lot of intricacy to these type of programs. Another really common one that we see is RSUs, restrictive stock units that are are granted. They have a vesting schedule. Almost every company has a different vesting schedule, whether it's over four years or maybe a three-year cliff. Or, I mean, there's all these different options and programs out there for various different companies. And I, I don't want to act like we're just plugging our, our own firm you could go to a lot of financial advisors and talk about this, but this is the time when it's very important to start bringing in professionals on a tax side. So working with a CPA to talk about what is the tax consequences of these different options and things that I'm being granted. And then also talking to a financial advisor. When we work with someone and we work with a lot of people in our wealth development program that have these, whether it's RSUs, ISOs, that have these programs, we really take an in-depth look at the company, the overall balance sheet, and then we have to look at allocation. So if we say, hey, yeah, we're going to hold on to this because we really like this 
mega cap tech stock that you have that you're you're getting stock for every year, maybe we need to make some adjustments so that you're not fully exposed to large cap like someone that doesn't have this exposure. So adjusting your allocation due to the stock that you have or just making changes in the overall plan, the overall strategies and making sure that you're really paying attention to the taxes because there are so many tax implications that comes with these uh, different programs. I want to preface one thing. We're not in this type of environment, but for those of you out there that have this as an incentive or part of your comp, I want to file away where the danger is when markets are red hot and newer companies are issuing stock or ISOs or RSUs, you can run into a situation where you exercise, you hold, the stock tanks, and you're on the hook for a tremendous amount of tax that you were not aware of. We have seen this firsthand before. Now, if you look through the type of companies that issue this type of stock right now, odds are you're not going to have that situation. Mm-hmm. But um, down the down the line, my, my view is, if you, if you read our writings, which I don't well, that's not appropriate for DIY money, but I'm, I'm in this camp of viewing that this AI movement and tech movement that we're seeing is very similar to the 90s. And I think a lot of companies are going to be incentivizing staff with stock and options, et cetera. And if we do have this kind of like bubble-esque world in the next few years, that could happen. So please, if you are out there and you're in that software, you know, IT world, et cetera, and even if it's a year or two down the road and you think, oh, they had a podcast about that where you know, my stock now it's up 400% and isn't that amazing? And, and I think it's going to go to a thousand percent and I'm going to exercise. Please be aware. I have watched many a people get crushed in taxes and have to sell the stock basically at a loss yep. just to pay the tax man because they didn't understand it. Yep. It's a key, key thing. So I know it's not for everybody. I know that's a niche kind of question. Jack, we appreciate it. It's a great question. Um, I think, again, as Logan said, there's probably a lot of folks up in and around your way that are that are expert in that, that area. You might want to uh, seek out a second opinion. Um, so thanks again for that question. We'll send you a $25 Amazon gift card. All Jack did was send us an audio question to podcast at DIYmoney.org. That's podcast at DIYmoney.org. And he will get $25 Amazon gift card. That's the fact, Jack! That's the fact, Jack! Remember, friends, the secret to wealth is pretty simple. Live on less than you make. Invest the rest and do so for a very long time. Make it a great one. Thanks for listening to this episode of the show. If you want content delivered to you regularly, be sure to follow us on Instagram at DIY.money. And if you want your question aired on the show, be sure to send that to us and you'll get $25 Amazon gift card. This show is for entertainment and educational purposes only and is not intended as personal financial advice. Before making any financial decision, please do your homework and consult a financial advisor as needed.